And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. Pardon me, episode two of the new um, edition. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my, my jam just fell apart there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so we're moving along. We're getting new stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about that later in the show. We'll do hobby talk, obviously, because everybody's hobbying. Um, we have a little more detail on the push for beta Garmin. I'll give some detail on uh, LVO um, on the narrative experience side. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that's kind of all we got on the docket right now. We got some events and stuff to shout out, but yeah, uh, yeah, right on. Well, how you been? Uh, not too bad. Uh, since our last time we recorded, I went on a family vacation. It was a lot of fun. I have not done any hobbying. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, yes, I have. I have done some hobbying, but I don't want to talk about it. It's a secret. What? What do you mean it's a secret? Well, I was messing around with, uh, the sword captain from the new box, starter box set, and Mm -hmm. was trying to turn him into a chaotic looking guy oh cool yeah with some bits and bobs that i had kicking around maybe a big sonic gun no no gave him like a very night lords look hmm. looking at him right now but i need to i need a head i don't like the heads that came in it so now i was trying to figure out what head i want to put on him um put that sexy new Emperor's Children Praetor head where he doesn't have a mouth or ears anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, where, he has, where the Sonic creature's right in his fucking mouth. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, 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 one is, that one is nice. I like that guy. Yeah, that entire model's juicy. I looked at that and I was like, fuck, I kind of just want to wait for that and use that for, like, Kasperion. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, but I have no idea when that's coming out. And uh, we're probably going to have to, like, start playing games soon. Yes. Uh, so I, I was like, dang. Well, I do have I do have some interesting uh, stuff. Um, a buddy of mine at work, he has shown interest in learning how to play 30K. Yeah. And so in August, uh, I'm going to be meeting up with him on our days off, and we're gonna I'm going to teach him how to play 30K, uh, being that I'm going to teach myself how to play 30K while teaching him how to play 30K. 2.0. Sweet. I mean, it, 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 the, the system's still close enough that I, I know how to play it, but, like, just learning all those nuances. So I'm pretty excited about that. He's a really good guy. Uh, he's really excited for it, so. Sweet. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, huge influx of uh, people. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Um, at least for Edmonton. Yeah, it's been awesome. The, uh, the community is growing, uh, which is awesome. You know, we used to be a niche group. Uh, I don't think we're that anymore. Yeah, I think there's like three slow grows or something going on right now. That's awesome. It's fantastic um, what our yeah how the heresy community is growing all around mm-hmm. the world since the new uh, 2.0. Yeah, uh, I only got to like get to the IPG one like once. Oh. Um, because I didn't get back until like 7 p.m. on Friday night. Yeah, that, I think that was the last one. Um. But I, I think I think theirs they did it too quickly. Like it was like seven fifty, and then the next week it was like a thousand. A thousand, and I'm like, man, I don't like. 
I have a, yeah, I have enough time to build the shit, but I want to build it and paint it because yeah. there's a few guys that, you know, they did have time to paint like the 750 and then they can already get going, right? I was waiting for stuff to come in. I was taking a little bit longer cuz I wasn't building box standard. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I just got a massively great idea. Uh, I can't hear you. It sounds like you just walked away from your I microphone. turned my head from the <laughs> I said, yeah. "Oh my god, I just got a massively great idea." I'm looking at the New Emperor's Children Legion Praetor. Mm-hmm. Um and his head, his phoenix spear on the sword. I'm just my 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 brain is is working overtime right now. Nice, yeah. It's, he's uh he's real juicy. Um, what else is really juicy is that Lucius model that was, you know, people were able to pick up. Um, recently at the yeah. event. <laughs> If you have an extra Lucius model, or would like to send it to yours, me. Please get in touch with Craig at Craig or the Barbarian uh, on Instagram or email us at um, deathandbetrayal at gmail.com. Because, yeah, in all honesty, I would love to base my Praetor um, on him. Can I give him a full redesign already? Give him an early, give him an early campaign and a late campaign. I was thinking about doing that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Yeah, um, I I don't think I'm I don't know that I'll get to do it just because of you know the base model I'm going to use now. But um, uh, you know maybe like post that or I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I might like inter him in a dreadnought at some point in the future. Yeah, we 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 talked um, about that. Uh, I like that idea. Like if they die, yeah. stuff them in a yes, yeah, stick them in a dreadnought. Actually, so I, I was thinking about that. And on our on our first game, I don't think I'm going to bring any dreadnoughts. Um, and then you know I'll have my sergeants and stuff named out. Yeah. And then like you know the first tactical sergeant that dies, um, uh, or that does something of merit and then dies, then I'll like inter him in the first like box knot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. like, the first uh, Crimson Paladin that dies will go into the Leviathan. Mm. Um, and then uh, the first... Um, uh, I don't know what I'd put in the Contemptor now. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have the Leviathan already a guy in it. Um, and then I'll just put... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll figure, figure it out. out. Um, but, yeah. Huh. It's like that sounds rad, so I'm gonna do that. Uh, and then I, like I can it. order nameplates from. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's versatile awesome. terrain, and then I'll just rename the sergeants that take their place. Like I'll just put a new name on the sergeants that take their place. But That's, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then it'll just keep growing. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep getting insane amounts of dreadnoughts. No, <laughs> um, oh, fucking dreadnoughts are just so awesome now. Yeah, I know. I'm a little bit worried just because. Um, I've got uh, like I, I'm I'm worried that I'm gonna have to like cut some of them out, but I mean mine are mostly box knots. So mm-hmm. like I've I've got three box knots. I've got one that's built almost like a baby Derrideo. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have like any close combat weapon. It just shoots auto cannons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has like a helical targeting array. It shoots auto cannons and like a havoc missile launcher. Because mm-hmm. uh, I have um, an ironclad dreadnought that's been. Just laying around forever. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one that I have that's built, I built it on the Furioso chassis, but I built it with the same loadout that um, the original Blood Angels Dreadnought had. So I, had, I have like a multi-melt on his right arm and then just like a storm bolter on his power fist. Mm-hmm. And then I put a little uh, banner on top of him. Mm-hmm. So he'll be like my lead Dreadnought, I guess lead regular dreadnought uh and then i have another furiosa dreadnought so i'm gonna make him like double close combat and just have him like running around with like assault cannon nipples Mm. um you know kind of like he's a baby uh baby leviathan yeah um and then those ones will all be red they'll be based kind of like on my tactical squads and they'll follow along behind Mm -hmm. uh troop choices um you got to deploy them together, but then they can like walk off and do their yeah, own thing. Yeah, they can do their own thing. But they're also like slow as hell. Like they move six inches and they're heavy, so they can't run. Mm-hmm. And even if they could, they're initiative two. <laughs> like, um, so if you run up against anyone who's like swinging at you at initiative, like they've got a good chance of tearing you down before. Like if you can get a whole tactical squad like surrounding him, mm-hmm. I would just go at initiative because you're going to wound him on the six because he's also only toughness six. Um, and then uh, if you get enough wounds through, you might just kill him before he gets to swing at you. Unlike the Contemptor, which swings at, like, initiative four and has, like, movement seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is like, crazy good. Uh, I think it has more attacks as well than uh, the regular box knot. But okay. I don't know. I'll play test it out. And then if, if it is just too much, then I'll, uh, I'm going to make, like, some... Regular Terminators, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, there's some Tartarus Terminators, probably. Just so that way they can run. Because mm-hmm. I have, like, no vehicles in this army um, right now. Yeah, well, neither do I. Oh, I mean, at, like, 3,000 points. Oh, God. Seriously, man? Yeah, 3,000 points. Like, it's just a lot of, like, foot guys, and then, like, a Leviathan and a Contemptor, and three, like, baby Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and five Terminators. Uh, which means I'll um, I can either fit five Tartarus Terminators into that list at that 3,000 points or mm. I can uh, go to 15 man tactical squads um, I see I, 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 I liked it that, that Rhinos have been um, up to 12 capacity because mm-hmm. I immediately uh, fill those things full yeah, so you gotta be you gotta read them carefully though, because you can't take twelve tactical marines in them. You can take ten tactical marines in them, and then you can add like an apothecary and a tech marine, or an apothecary and character. Mm, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. It says it on the unit entry. It says a, a tactical squad numbering no more than ten can take a rhino's dedicated transport. Because that's what I thought too, and I was gonna like take twelve of them. That will. Man. Yeah. So um yeah, I have some apothecaries I'm gonna build, but That's I'm also good. running like Day of Sorrows, so That's gonna I'm, change my list. A little bit, I'm, not much. I'm pretending I'm a an Imperial Fist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna like wait for you to come to me. Well, I based on the way my army's designed, I have to come to you. Yeah, exactly. So, um Maybe big... I'll just be faster than you. Exactly. Well, I mean, you will be because your initiative's up, but it's, um, yeah, I don't know. 
Maybe I should get like plus one initiative because my new version of Kasperion is gonna be like leaping at you. <laughs> um, but anyways yeah that's uh that got way off track but so um any other hobbying that you've been doing no no um it's been really hot and i yeah, have not had not been in the hobbying mood i've been reading through the rules apparently not well enough um but yeah uh not much hobbying just because the heat vacation work I basically came back, got back from my vacation. Next day was at work. Had two days off, worked three more. Today's, I've only had two days off since I got back from vacation. And it was basically resting. Uh, today was my first full day off um, in a while. So, um, nice. But uh, that does not mean uh, I do have some plans for some hobbying tomorrow. I've got, I want to get my, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, the Phoenix Lord. I want to get him finished. Oh, the Phoenix Warden? Phoenix Warden. Thank you. Phoenix yeah. Warden finished up because he is, I'd say, 85% done. Nice. So, uh, I've got his base prime. We're going to get that done up. Um, and I got to do his Phoenix Spear. I got to do up some more trim on him. Do some highlighting. And, yeah, he'll be... Oh, pretty much done. Sweet. And then I'm looking at him, and he's extremely. Never mind. You know what? He needs work. <laughs> I need to work on him. Uh, yeah. Well, is what it is. Um, I've. Uh, fuck. It's been hot, so I haven't really felt like painting. But I finished my task model. Um, Can you? I send used me? like the Imperial Space Marine for him. I think I sent it to you, but I'll send you another one here. Um, and I was kind of like, eh, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, like yeah, I need you to did, like, you did. punch I, up my red. Um, you did send it to me. Send it to me again, though. Yeah. Uh, I sent it to you on the 22nd. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I was like, ah, I feel like I need to like punch up the red a little bit. So I've, I've created like a more saturated red. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, he's it's, it, but it, it ended up kind of more or less looking pretty much the same. Um, so I think I need to put like a filter layer over it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try that on these tactical Marines and hopefully not fuck it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do it on one tactical Marine first to make sure it looks good. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go buy like some fluorescent red and I'm going to mix, uh, I bought some ball red mm-hmm. cause it looks like, it looks like it dries pretty like, like pretty uh vibrantly red mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then i have an intensity red as well and, and i think i might go with the intensity red instead as a filter layer but i'm gonna put like a little bit of fluorescent red in it i think just to like make it pop mm-hmm. make it like super luminous um and then uh but just like just a touch like i just want it to modulate it ever mm-hmm. so little bit um just to give the intensity red like a little bit more oomph. and it's just a filter layer so it's like gonna be very very minor and just kind of from the top because mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, everything else is pretty blended together but i mean the the red that i've got is still pretty good it's still pretty dynamic you're gonna see like a lot of shadow a lot of contrast um, mm-hmm. particularly depending on which way you look at the model um, which is what i'm trying to go for on these 
which seems crazy, but it, um, I don't know. I want to try it out. I think it'll look good. Um, and the filter layer may help blend some of the contrast down a little bit so it's not quite so stark, but yeah, it's I, not I, like sudden. It still like blends down to it. I just have like much bigger shadows than I would normally have. Yeah, like I'm looking at the model right now and um, the, because yeah, you can tell you use some purple or blue yeah, in it. Prussian, Prussian blue in um, the shadows. And like, I feel like that red um, filter layer would blend it in like it's not it's not like a drastic like you were saying it's not like a sharp drastic change in color but giving that filter red might make the red itself pop and give some more blending into the dark I, th I think what i'm actually gonna do is like mix my prussian blue with just like a spot of black okay and then basically create like a much broader shadow so mm -hmm. it'll be like very very dark in the deepest re recesses mm -hmm kind of going from like this blackish blue up to like a blue up to like a purple and then over to like the crimson and then up to the primary red and then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the orange and and then the the filter layer will just tie it all together i think well i mean it's already pretty tied together but again yeah. it's i'm just doing like bigger shadows than i would normally do yeah, yeah and yeah. i'm just kind of doing it on purpose um so that you can see it like from further away uh and and i'm doing it more like to force your eye to look at the interest like but if you look at it from like a tabletop angle like you almost it doesn't seem like it's weird it's if you kind of look at it pretty much straight on well, then yeah. you're like oh yeah well okay he's got like some big shadows but again i'm playing like a lot with light so yeah well like i've been having the same issue um with my with my praetor with my my purple now in the photos that i took for the article on little legends Mm -hmm. Um, it does not show the depth of the purple. The purple doesn't have any depth in it, but in person, my purple has a ton of depth. So I think what you need to do is get a pin wash of like black oil. I did. I did do a pin wash of black oil on it. I don't know. I haven't seen your pictures on the article because the article won't be up until like this episode is. Yeah. You'll see it, but like, mm -hmm. like I'm looking I, at... I have to see it in person. To really like yeah make any suggestion but it's always kind of the risk that you run when you're doing like metallic colors like um chris over at the ringing here see like he he has like a metallic purple mm -hmm. as well and he kind of complained about the same thing he was like it looks way better in person um yeah the photos just it, it, uh, i don't know what it uh is. the other the other thing you can do is kind of like glaze in some it sounds like psychotic, but glaze in like white. Um, but it's going to take you like forever to do that, like army wide. Yeah. So you either have to decide right now if you're going to stick with the metallic purple because you've already got like a decent amount of stuff done with it. Yeah. And start over. Or um, you could try uh, like my double filter layer but again like you've already got stuff done so like you're gonna have to do it with a brush and it's gonna be challenging and time consuming yeah i'm gonna think on it i'm gonna think on it maybe when i see you next uh we can uh oh wow um uh maybe we can talk about it when i see you next mm -hmm. yeah um uh and you might just have to settle for it i might as well. um so that way we can play 
Oh yeah, yeah. The push for beta government, which I'm not going to talk about yet, but um, yeah, I don't know. But because it was hot, uh, I mostly just played Stray mm-hmm. um, with Nicole on PlayStation Five. Oh, nice. Uh, How is that? that? Oh, it's I was, it was good. I hear it's only about five hours, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a. I mean, it's an indie game, but yeah. Um, there was. Yeah, it probably took us five or six hours. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, hmm, uh, I think other than that, yeah, like I, you know, I finished my article, but I was like down to the fucking wire, getting it in because I've been working a bunch too, like a raise on vacation yeah. again. So, um, and uh, and I've been doing like a training series at work, so I've been designing like ultra intensive trainings in addition to everything else that I have to do. Um, no, I, I totally but, get that. Uh, I my uh phoenix terminators arrived so i was able to finish my crimson paladins nice so finish them and get them washed uh i built that dreadnought um i got everything uh well actually i don't have my crimson paladins primed but i got everything primed and then got the blue layer down because i put like blue before i did the xenothal yeah on uh um all of my infantry that's built right now sans the crimson paladins Mm mm-hmm and the box knot, I got to put the blue in the zenith highlight, and I have one layer of like crimson down on that right now, so he looks kind of pink. But nice. Uh, and then just before we started recording, I got like everything up till where I'm going to put that filter layer in. Um. And uh, before I do the filter layer, I'm going to put a little bit of that blue into those shadows. Okay. Um. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just leave it and I'll just save the blue for, uh, you know, when I do, um, like, characters. Because this, like, this red is just taking me so long. Like, it's taking me... I've already probably spent, like, two hours just on the 20 Tactical Marines. If not more. Just getting the red down. And, like, playing with the light pulling the light to like points of interest and stuff so like every marine has the light pulling to like a different point of interest right so mostly it's his face but he's you know i don't have them just built stock standard so they're facing different ways and they have different kind of helmets and yeah you know some of them have uh like a banner pole so i'm like i'm using the light to pull the interest to the banner pole and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's really what i'm trying to do with my like crazy shadows and stuff um and uh and the blue that's underneath there kind of already made it like bluish purple mm-hmm. in the shadows anyway. So, um, and then actually the, uh, what really sort of blends it down oddly enough will be the varnish. Oh, okay. Like the last, like when I varnished my, um, the Marine that I've got there and the Marine that I've got there has the same sort of like shadows, like crazy shadows and stuff that I did, um, mm-hmm. on everything else. Uh, but it blended it a little bit when I put the um, the varnish over it. I have a matte varnish on him, but I think I might try a satin first on one of these tactical marines. Um, again, just to see if it holds anything with the saturation and the value. Mm-hmm. If not, then whatever, I'll go matte. But um, yeah, everything also kind of go mm. somewhat quick. Uh, I found a fast way to do the bases. Um, which if you end up wanting to copy exactly my color, mm-hmm. I used pastel green 
as the main color uh, for my gray. Um, really? And I just, yeah. It's like I a just, mossy undertone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just kind of like squeezed it out. I didn't really like dilute it at all. And then I just used like a stippling brush to kind of just more or less dry brush it on, mm -hmm. um, like thickly. And then uh, I think I added a little bit of vanilla white to it and then did like a proper dry brush with the vanilla white. And then I did a like a dry brush with pure vanilla white just on the highest layers. Um, uh, and then I just like used a stipple brush to put um, burnt iron onto the metal bits because there's like a piece of scaffolding or whatever on this base. Yeah. And then um, I put uh, just rust over that. And then before the rust was dry, I just kind of used my thumb to like clear it off of the highest, the raised edges. Mm -hmm. So that way it looks like it's still kind of, it's still got like a little bit of luster, a little bit of metallic tone to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I put uh, like black oxide weathering powder and, um, and I think, uh, actually, I think it was dark slate gray. Yeah, dark slate gray and light slate gray. And I just mixed those around kind of uh, in the deepest recesses and around on the around the rocks and stuff. Um, and then I put, uh, um, what is this called? Uh, brown iron oxide kind of around where the metal bits are to make it look like the rust is kind of bleeding out into the rocks and the rubble. Yeah. And then just kind of fucked it around and put it on the guy's feet and and then uh, bound it. Used the pigment binder to just bind it in place. Mm -hmm. um, so the base took almost no time, but looks looks very, very good. It has a lot of depth to it and a lot of sort of realism to it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, which is good, which is nice. Nice. Yeah. And... Uh, and then I got more bases from Unreal Wargaming, so that way I can build my Leviathan and uh -huh. um, eventually. Uh, I'm going to do the – I'm waiting on um, a Loken cape right now because uh, I'm going to change Kasperian to Leaping. And I'm going to save the other pose that I was thinking of for something else. And um, and I'm going to use uh, Zephan's body because I got uh, – unreal he also sent me he was like hey like here's a he's like I, I put an extra little gift in for you so um thanks unreal wargaming i appreciate it nice. and it's got like uh, a bit of a broken down column on it um which will look great to have kasperian like leaping off of and then because you and i bought the same like sets for the horus heresy base sets yeah um we were going to end up with our characters on the same base which i wasn't super keen about no um I don't mind if other characters are, but since we're going to probably end up taking a lot of pictures and it's going to be very picturesque, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't want that. So uh, now instead it'll kind of look like, you know, you're trying to, it'll look almost like their first encounter where it's like, hey, uh, not in first encounter, but first encounter in the heresy where yeah. um, I think we talked about it on the last episode. Like, uh, and what's her character's name again? Sorry. Joseph De, De I'm just going to call him. I'm just going to call him. Joseph. I'm just going to call him Joseph, and then I'm going to work with you on your French pronunciation. I can't speak French. Um, <clears throat> I know. That's why I'm going to work with you on it. <laughs> and uh, just so that way you can get the pronunciation right before JP like slaps you on the tip of your penis. Well, um, I don't want that. Don't do that, JP. <laughs> um, 
And uh, so anyways, I'm going to use Zephan's body to have him leaping off, and then I'm going to um, use uh, Alexis Pollux's chest still. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll have a, a robotic left leg, which is cool because uh, my left leg is not robotic, but it's pretty fucking busted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a shitty left leg that I would replace with a robot leg. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyways, just a fun aside. Yeah. And so I'm going to have him kind of leaping through the air dynamically in response to your like man just like fuck the emperor uh, fuck the emperor yeah and i'm gonna be like well, fuck you with the sword <laughs> uh and then he's just leaping out of like sort of unrestrained fury um and uh and betrayal <laughs> um oh god yeah oh god okay yeah um so yeah and then i'll still use uh like salt Harvitz's helmet and um yeah i've got some nice shoulder pads and stuff i'll probably use ralderon's shoulder pads maybe mm-hmm. um and uh and then um he'll probably be next on the docket so that way we can at least play like a small game so you know i'll get my two tactical squads done i'll yeah. get my uh I'll get my Crimson Paladins done, and then uh, hopefully, and then I'll focus on getting my uh, heavy support squad and my recon squad done, and that mm-hmm. should be like, I think that's like, uh, actually, if I can just get the recon squad or the heavy support squad done, that's like 750 points right there or something, somewhere around there. So we can play that as a first game, or if I can pump it up to a thousand points, I'll pump it up to a thousand without a dreadnought. Yeah, if we. If we... Can't make it to a thousand points. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do want to play. Um, I do want to play phase one in the push for beta Garmin because that's where the rest of my hobby time has gone into uh, setting up the phase one of um, hashtag push for beta Garmin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, global campaign through the Facebook group the push for beta Garmin. So we've already got uh, quite a few folks jumping in there. I was looking at that earlier and I was like, whoa. Um, where is it? Push for Beta Garmin. Um, whoops, I'm covering it up. Uh, yeah, we've already got 17 members in, so that's pretty good. Pretty good, considering I haven't blasted it all over the place yet. Um, and all around and upside down. Uh, so just one thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't add me to it. <laughs> uh, you could have added yourself. Well, I didn't even know it went. You put it up. Yeah, I did. You didn't tell me. Um, no, I did for sure. There's no way I didn't. Uh, <laughs> well, then fine. Uh, invite Facebook friends. I've already invite asked to join. Right now. I've joined. Oh, okay, good. We're at 18 members now. Yeah, so he accepted your invite. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I knew I did. Um,. Yeah, sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, do we want to jump into that to do anything else? Uh, I mean, new stuff again. Like, shit's coming out of my Levitt. Oh, you got man. a plastic Leviathan up for pre-order right now. Yep. Um, if you select people, have Marduk Sedras and uh, Lucius. Mm-hmm. Now, um, they are they are oh, they are just pushing the ever-living hell out of this like new sh- mm-hmm. new stuff is coming out all the time yeah so the predator previewed yeah 
Um. Oh, wow, mm. 95 bucks. I like it. I like the plastic Leviathan. That's a freaking deal, though, when you think know, about it. Compared to like, what's the... If you want a Legion-specific one, uh, which is what I got. Yeah. Um, I think they're 150 I want to say they're 105 Um, Blood Angels... One hundred and twelve without arms. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You have to find the Blood Angels one in a funny way. Yeah. Um, forgot about that. I'm just looking at it right now. It's one hundred and twelve dollars Canadian, plus arms, which are thirty bucks each. Yeah, uh, one hundred and two for the Blood Angels of Ivan Dreadnought. Oh. You guys are $10 cheaper for some reason. Mm-hmm. But the Blood Angels Legion Contemptor Incendious Class Dreadnought's 142 which I do not have and don't plan on getting. That's the jump pack one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. the jump pack one. Uh, and then I have ah. I have the uh, I have the regular Blood Angels Contemptor. Yeah. Because he's going to fit more with like what I'm doing. Because he's got one of those little faces on him like an Emperor's Children guy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got 10 of the Emperor's Children faces um, shoulder pads mm-hmm. from the Palatine Blade Kit. I'm going to use that on my command squad. So did you notice that it, the Leviathan, plastic Leviathan, doesn't come with any weapons? Comes with the, it comes with the close combat that weapons. weapons. Yeah, it's the yeah, close combat one. Uh, the ranged one will come out later. Oh, okay. So the ranged one doesn't come with any close combat weapons. It only comes with ranged weapons. So if you wait until that one comes out and you got a and you got a buddy and you both want um like one snippy claw and one uh storm autocannon thing, you can just wait and then um you can both buy one. Yeah. And then trade these. I mean um, the thing the thing I'm gonna say is um uh my parts bin is gonna get ridiculously big and it's already ridiculously big. Because they're giving us all these options now. Like, like you look mm-hmm. at the new heavy weapon set and the new assault or uh, support weapon set. Like, if you like, they're, they're, there's just so much value in what they're giving you. You know, like start, start hitting the bit swap, man. Um, yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to trade me some more rotor cannons, um. Because I, I had some. a fun idea, and now I can't remember what I wanted to do with them. I have some. What was it that I wanted to do with those shit? You talked about it. I just can't remember. Yeah, I didn't talk about it on the podcast either. No, I me, had, and you've, um, me and you actually talked about it. Yeah, because I was like, this would be cool. Um, shit, I don't know. Like, I'm just looking at the, uh, the missile weapon upgrade set with the missile launchers and the heavy bolters. Yeah. You get 10 of each. Yes, yeah, it's $53. I have that. But you get 10 of each. So I was looking at throwing five missile launchers in just for, again, because I've never used missile launchers. You're you you're looking for the new plastic uh, rotor, rotor cannons. Can. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Have, I don't have, I have, I have the four drill ones. Mm. I can't remember what I want to do with it now. Shit. You, want, um, you wanted 15 of them? No, I didn't. I needed like one or two extra ones. Um, oh, okay, I see. 
Well, I'm sure. I'm sure if you post something up on the buy and sell. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to find it. I just can't, for the life of me, remember what I wanted to do with them. <laughs> Rhinos? Um, no. Because I have the... Uh, I have a Ball Predator new in box. Yes. And I would probably just put multi-melters on them, on Rhinos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Shit. I cannot for the life of me recall what I wanted to do with those. Nah, it'll come to you. Hmm. Um Yeah. So well, what time are we at here? Recording. Uh, yeah, we're about forty five minutes in. Uh about that. Yeah, okay. Well, um, you know, normally I save it for the end, but there's a Little Legend paint course uh, in Montreal open for Patreon members and people who live in Montreal. Um, and that will be the same weekend as LVO, so if you can't go to LVO, check out cart, Miles. Cart your way up there. Um, give our boy a crisp high five. Mm-hmm. And um, say hi to JP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a army painting master class. Um, so that's all that'll be a good one yeah um i don't know what the cost is but it's january like 28th and 29th nice uh so go check that one out um is miles gonna be staying at jp's place i don't know i haven't talked to him about it i assume but um yeah i don't know uh he also might just stay at a hotel (laughs) maybe Um, yeah I don't know. That really threw me off. I'm not as interested in that. <laughs> um, I, was, I, re- just... I respect that you're trying to keep the conversation moving, but it <laughs> threw me for a loop. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was just joking around. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, you know, they're old friends, so yeah. I, I assume so. Um, okay, well, this is what happens when I don't remember my pen. Because uh, then I don't write down a friggin' agenda, and I kind of roughly know what we need to talk about. So um, why don't we take a quick break? Okay. I'll get my ass organized, and uh, we'll come back with the push for Beta Garmin and maybe something else. Sounds good.
and welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. I no longer have a microphone beeping in my ear, distracting the Christ out of me. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we briefly touched on a tale of heresy gamers. We got our articles in for you know month two, uh, mm-hmm. part two, whatever. Um, why don't you give us a sneak peek, top level view? Um, what was your article two about? I was just going over my Praetor. Um, the challenges of the color scheme. Um, basically, that was that was that was what my majority of my the article was about. On my side, was the challenges of the painting the purple and coming up with a purple I liked after many many samples, and uh, just a, a ta- even even a thousand foot view of my Praetor in the article, just the basics for him. Um, you know, kind of how I came about coming up with his idea and his backstory. Um, that's about, that's about where the article is. Uh, I don't want to go into too much. I want you guys to read the article, of course, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where it was. It was, you know, the backstory of my, my Praetor, uh, and, uh, the trials and tribulations of the paint scheme. How about yours? Nice. Uh, mine was, uh, mostly about my troop composition, I believe it was. Um, uh, I know the end of it was just kind of about, you know, here's my test scheme and uh, Mm. this is kind of what everything else is going to look like. Um, but, uh, for the most part, I just kind of went over like general theory for the army like what what's it, what is it going to look like so yeah. i focused a little bit more on like the core which is the tactical squads mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um showed off a couple pictures of the conversions um with the blue and the zenith highlight over them um so you can really see like kind of how dynamic the shadows get mm-hmm. even just from like such a stark highlight uh, because one thing the reds really benefit from is like a big punched up highlight. Yeah. Um, and so when, if you, you know, as you read along, you'll see this and then you'll see them painted and you'll be like, Whoa, that is a lot of shadow. Mm-hmm. How did you, how did you do that? Um, and that'll be my mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then I talk a little bit about like, you know, the art that inspired me and my tactical squads and, uh, kind of the color that I'm trying to get. And in that art, you see a ton of shadow mm-hmm. as well, right? So it's all coming together and coming along. And then, um, you know, and then I kind of finished off with like, here's a test model, which, you know, has a lot of shadow in it. Um, and the test model looks pretty good. It's just the red isn't quite where I wanted it to be, if that yeah. makes sense. No, it does. Um, not that it looks bad. It's just not kind of what I had in my head for the vision. Um, most people really like it because they're like, oh man, it looks like, you know, it carries the Blanchian thing like really well. Mm-hmm. But when you read the article and look at the picture, you'll see the red that I'm kind of talking about. Yeah. Like it, all, it almost doesn't look like, the red almost looks like it's lighting up, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. So um, that's kind of where I went with it. Um, for the full yeah, articles, of course, go to Little Legends. There'll be yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes. Yeah. But uh, LittleLegendsStudio.com, Taylor Heresy Gamers, and uh, you can always as well look at the hashtag uh, hashtag Tale of Heresy Gamers, and that stuff pops up. And then if you are so inspired 
feel free to use the hashtag. Come yeah, along with course. us. Yeah. Come along for the ride. Um, you know, show off your tale of heresy gamers. But to help us create tales to tell mm-hmm. as heresy gamers, yes. um, I have just about got ready to launch the push for beta Garmin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to, that, that should be good to go August 1st. So if you're not already in, jump in. Um, it's as little or as laudable uh, engagement as you want it <laughs> to be. Yeah. Um, it's as frequent or infrequent of engagement as you want it to be. Uh, there's no prizes. Um, it's just something fun. I wanted to kind of do it largely actually, um, from the idea that Craig and I are going to have to start creating a storyline for our Praetors to start playing through and playing out and creating, you know, these adventures within their world, uh, within their galaxy or their scope or whatever, mm-hmm. um, to build a backstory. So that way, when we get to Adepticon and we're half cut um, at the fate of Beta Garmin event, uh okay yeah sorry for that impromptu um thing yeah uh break i guess um yeah anyways uh sorry so we're talking about the push for beta garmin yeah august 1st is when you're looking for um, the launch yeah date. august 1st is when the launch date's going to be there uh you know this was really born out of you know Craig and I, we were going to, uh, you know, need a storyline or whatever for us to go through mm-hmm. and for us to continue along um, and create a backstory so that way when we get to the Fate of Beta Garmin at, um, at uh, Adepticon, then, you know, we know where our Praetors have been up until that point and what their story is and what their backstory is and, and all that kind of stuff. So, 100%. Um, yeah, uh, so with that... Um, Jump over to the Facebook group, the Push for Beta Garmin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 18 members strong. Yeah, 18 members strong. Um, phase one will really take place right after the inciting incidents of the heresy. So, uh, you know, um, uh, and I'm blending the timelines a little bit. Yeah. But, um, you know, it'll be after, basically after Istvan 5 slash Prospero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. slash Cygnus, even though Cygnus, I think, went on for, like, a long time. Um, yes, I believe it did, yeah. But I'm playing the Blood Angels, so I need something to do. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, you can play your game. Um, I'm doing a fucking terrible job of selling this right now because uh, <laughs> my my groove was nuked. Interrupted, and I apologize. Um, yeah, it's all good. Uh Anyway, so, okay, so you play a game, and then you go, man, I really wish this game fucking meant something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go, oh, wait, I can put this game in the push for Beta Garmin. So you're part of that group, and you and your buddy go, hey, yeah, that would be cool. Why don't we do that? Um, so you go, okay, I'll fill out the forum for the push for Beta Garmin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're in phase one right now. So, uh, you know, I go onto my... Uh, I go over to the f- Push for Beta Garmin Facebook page and I click on the pinned post at the top, which has a link to a Google form um, to phase one. And I go, okay, great. And uh, whom, to whom do I fight for? Sorry, for whom do I fight for? Uh, well, I'm playing for the Emperor. And uh, what faction did I lead through the engagement? Um, well, 
Uh, I was the ninth legion, so I'm going to click off the Blood Angels. Mm -hmm. And uh, who was my opponent fight for? Well, I'm loyalist, so he was traitor, but maybe he fought for themselves. Maybe. Whoa, Black well, Shields. Yeah, Black Shields. Um, or even Mechanicum or somebody crazy. Um, and then, you know, he's Emperor's Children, so I click that off. Mm -hmm. And then I go down and I go, okay, well, it's phase one, so uh, where did my engagement take place? Well, um you know maybe you're playing uh emperor's children and i'm playing um you know white scars and they weren't really in the same spot then you can just choose yeah. one of the spots so you can be like oh well for whatever reason he like really fucking hated me or he you know the warp spit him out in the alaxis nebula yeah um and i'm a white scars player so i came across a traitor emperor's children vessel that just kind of got spat out because they were like yeah rape and pillage quest from you know, after Istvan 5, yeah. Merovigia and, you know, Noise Marines. Um, and the White Scars are like, mm. oh, these guys are fucked. So, and then you click off the Alaxis Nebula, and then, you know, you go to the next one, and you go, uh, great. Um, you know, who won the conf uh, who won the confrontation? Um, whoops. And you go, um, you know, uh, I did, mm -hmm. um, or actually just say victory for the emperor, or victory for the war master, mm -hmm. and then you can tell me what happened there, and then you go, great, um, and then there's another little spot, which is going to be a long answer. Whoa, paragraph, long answer text, and you go, um, what is the debrief or something? I don't know. Uh, I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm typing it literally as I'm talking. Um, you know, what is the, the debrief? And basically that's, you know, you write a little after action report. What happened? What was the story that came out of that? What was the, you know, the TSN turning points, top yeah. 10 highlight reel, whatever. And uh, you slam that out and you put it in. And then I would encourage you to put it in a Facebook post so that I don't have to because I'll probably get lazy and not do it. <laughs> um, but I'll still count your score. Uh, and then, you know, everyone else can see your story developing and you can see it developing. And other guys will be like, that's awesome. Or maybe you'll read somebody else's and you will be like, that's wicked, man. Like, how did you guys enact that? You mm -hmm. know, because maybe it's something crazy, like you're using, um, you know, Sean's uh, tactical and character character objective uh, sets. Yeah. Which, like, you know, I'll include once they're done. Um, which is like, you know, you get an extra victory point if you're the Blood Angels and you resist the Red Thirst. So you opt not, if your Warlord and his unit opt not to sweeping advance at least one combat throughout the, the game, then, you know, you get plus one victory point. Even though that probably wouldn't be what you'd want to do game-wise. No. But it'll prevent you from going crazy and diving into the Red Thirst. Mm -hmm. Right? And so give us a little after-action report, a little debrief. Yeah. Um, yeah, you might say, but Alex, um, I listened to your podcast for I don't know why, because I like to hear you rant, I suppose. <laughs> and I only play Adeptus Titanicus. Well, lucky for you, 
Um, there's two options down at the bottom on which faction do you represent, and that's the Imperial Knights and the Legio Titanicus. And you can still fight for the Emperor, the Warmaster, or yourself. Mm-hmm. And so if you play Adeptus Titanicus, you can also participate, in which case just choose wherever the fuck you want to be. Um, just choose <laughs> wherever your engagement took place in. Is it the Alaxis Nebula, the Five Hundred Worlds, the Nostromo Sector, Fall, Kivar, the Cygnus Cluster? Yeah. And what I'll probably try to do, I'll do it at least monthly, um, you know, at least at the end of the phase. But yeah. if not, I'm going to try to do it, like, you know, on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. And I'm going to try to update the galaxy map a little bit and show kind of like growing influence out from these systems mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of who's winning. So is it traitor or is it loyalist? Is it blue or is it red? And I'll just kind of have these bubbles starting to grow out so you can kind of see how much of the galaxy is starting to become, you know, embroiled in this flame of yeah. war um, and, you know, who's controlling the most space and probably add some warp routes and stuff in there too right so like you know if you're a word bearers player and an ultramarine and you know you're up against an ultramarine then you'll probably choose the 500 worlds and then i'm pro you know i'm not going to do it in the first one but i'm going to have probably a little special events where it's like hey guys like this weekend coming up is uh you know shadow over new syria mm-hmm. and so everyone who uh is playing in the 500 worlds can muster at new syria and for every single you know victory it'll count as two victories mm-hmm. or whatever right or two campaign points yeah. um instead of one campaign point so it'd be like oh man i gotta get some games in this weekend i'm gonna try to play two or three yeah i want to take place you know i want to fight in the in the shadow over new syria mm-hmm. see if i can change what actually happens see if i can save new syria and prevent like angron from ascending <laughs> um you know or help make sure that angron ascends so that way we can overthrow the false emperor whatever yeah yeah. and so that's that's the gist of it right so you can you can only take place during those if you want um if you've if you're playing with a new person and they don't know you know their head from their ass or what the fuck they're doing like you're gonna do in august that guy's probably not gonna be too invested in like participating in the push for beta garmin right now because he's not gonna know what the fuck beta garmin is yeah probably yeah uh, I mean, maybe he does if he's coming from 40k and he's been playing 40k for a long time and he knows about Beta Garmin, then he might, mm-hmm. and then maybe he'll be interested. Um, but you also don't need his permission to submit your game for that, right? Because you're still telling your side of the story. Yeah. It's just maybe his, maybe his warlord isn't anyone of note yet because yeah. he hasn't finished fleshing him out or, you know, created a character or whatever. Um, and then you know you can share it with him. And be like, hey, man, like, you know, I put our game into the push for Beta Garmin. Like, here's what it looks like. And here's what people are saying about it. People are really jazzed. And then, yeah. then you can get them addicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're, I, I agree with you. I yeah, agree with so. you. And anyways, anyways, like the whole, the, whole, the whole point of this, just so everyone is, one, for uh, a community at large getting together and fighting over the push for Beta Garmin. But also to help... Um, instill that idea of of narrative games, how one game affects the next game, affects the next game, affects the next game, um, on a greater scale, not just on on the small scale between you know you maybe just you and your your group of friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, you know, depending on the outcome of our first game will kind of depend on what's happening. Like, i.e., if you beat me in the first game, I'm probably going to spend the rest of the push for Beta Garmin hunting you through the stars because I'm pissed off. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, And, 
you know, I, I don't know. I could see you doing the same thing if you lost to me. 100%. Being like, I'm going to fucking chase this Casparian dickhead down. I'm yeah. Fucking, he's going to need a lot more than a robotic leg when I'm done with him. <laughs> um, you know, or you could be like, fuck it, man. Like, I'm going to go to New Syria and fight there because the Emperor's children kind of have like, they splintered so hard that the Emperor's children can kind of go wherever. Yeah. So there'll be a few factions like that, right? Um, like, you know, eventually in what and this will be on the pinned post for the phase right so like phase two probably if not phase three like the raven guard will be able to go anywhere and do anything yeah because they'll have left kiavar um it'll probably be phase three phase two will probably be perfect fortress um Mm -hmm. and you know if you're like me and i might go hey you know what um if we're gonna play the perfect fortress like yeah Joseph is there, but uh, I'm going to send Gareth Arendi after him. Mm. And, you know, Casperion's off doing something else. And then I don't have to play my Blood Angels every single time. If you have multiple armies, you can kind of build stories for Warlords at the same time, concurrently. Yeah. You know, so for Phase 1, like, you know, maybe you play a game as the Raven Guard, and then maybe you play a game as the Blood Angels... Uh, and then maybe you play a game as Mechanicum. I mean, the Mechanicum won't come out until like phase two or phase three, probably. But yeah. uh, you know, maybe you're playing like I don't know first edition for whatever reason because you don't want to play second edition. You can still participate because I, you know, I'm not asking you what rule set you're using. But if you come to the fate of Beta Garmin at Adepticon, then you'll it have to play 2.0. 2.0 so yeah, fucking get on the train, man, because it's got no brakes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, participate as much or as little as you want. Um, yeah, you're not locked into an army, so you don't have to keep playing the same army if you don't want to. Yeah, if you're a new player and you're playing it anyway, um, you know, and they're not painted, maybe don't post pictures of it. Uh, uh, no, I don't care if you do or not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and you go like, oh, you know, I really wanted to be like Imperial Fists, um, but before you know, before I actually got any paint on my guys. Uh, my Imperial fist guy got fisted in the mouth by like an iron warriors dude. And so, you know, now I'm going to be, um, I don't know, iron hands yeah. because the flesh is weak. Um, yeah. And then you say, and then, then you end up painting your guys all up as iron hands and you get a brand new character who's been, you know, off healing since Istvan five. And, and now he's, or, you know, now he's got a decent sized crew and he's stolen a ship and, mm-hmm. He's run out into the world. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he's fighting for himself or maybe he's fighting for the emperor, um, you know, or maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe you decided you wanted to be traitor now and so, and you wanted to play Raven Guard because you thought sneaky guys would be cool. And then you're a traitor Raven Guard player and you fight for the War Master. All, all scope. All scope. All, Everything. all open, right? Because yeah. then come March 2023, the call to muster will go out for Beta Garmin and we'll determine the fate while we're under the influence. <laughs> yes. If that's your choice. If not. No pressure. You don't have to enjoy the devil's nectar. <laughs> no, I mean... But I, mean, I do. I think, the, I think the one thing that I hope everyone is hearing is that it doesn't matter what you're playing. It's just that you're playing. And mm-hmm. having great games and having fun and and sharing those uh, 
sharing those battles with the world and, and, and telling great stories behind them. Yeah, exactly. And because it's not like, you know, you don't have to pay or put anything into it. It's as little as much or as little as you want. Like, you know, let's say you and your buddy are going to um, I think there's an event here in Edmonton in like a month's time, uh, you know, like end of August or something. Um, and uh, let's say you and your buddy both go to that and you run up against each other and you both decide you want to do the push for beta Garmin. Um, you can both put your scores in and then the scores will count twice. Yeah. Um, or one person can put it in. Right. Like, but you have to put the, you have to fill out the form and that's really what matters. Um, and part of that form will be your after action report. Yes. That's going to be a key required. Thing. So if I don't see anything written in there, I'm not going to count your score. Um, but you know, or let's say, let's say you're talking to a guy, you just met him at the event. Uh, you know, you're talking to this guy or girl and you're telling them about the push for beta Garmin because you're giving them a backstory on your Praetor and they're like, that's really cool. Like, how'd you figure all that out? And you'd be like, oh, I've been playing the push for beta Garmin. And then they're like, that sounds awesome. What's that? And then you'd be like, well, hey, I'll add you to Facebook and then, uh, you know, I'll put this game into the push for beta Garmin and then I'll tag you in the post and you'll be able to see it. And then that person will be like, okay, that sounds awesome. Sweet. And so, you know, now you get even more out of that event. Yeah, 100%. Right. Um, but it's not something you have to do. You can go in, you can just play the whole event, right? Um, you know, uh, even if you're playing in like a tournament, you could do it, but you're, I don't know, you're probably not super interested if you're playing a tournament, but maybe you are. I don't know. Who knows? Mystery. It's yeah. all a mystery. But, anyways, yeah. So that's the point, right? Like, um, you know, if you're like, but I don't really have anyone to play with. I only get to play at events. Well, great. Keep a record of what's going on in each one of those games. If you play, you know, a one-day event and you got three games in, make a note of what happened on all three of those games. Yeah. When you get home, put in three three forms for the push for Beta Garmin. Yeah. And you're laughing. You're off to the races, man. And, uh, you know, you, you end up scoring and helping the war effort and then every month you can watch that map yeah that's the get thing, more like, and more engulfed in flame and and, and if you're like the, the whole point of this is just participation we want you guys to participate have fun tell stories you know we want to see these stories we want to talk about them we want you know these epic battles it, we're basically wanting to retell parts of the heresy you know through future fake history well, that's why you and I are playing against yeah. each other. But, you know, I only want people to take part if they really feel like they're going to get something out of it and they want to and they want to participate. Right. This isn't something that I want you to do for me. Yeah. Um, and it's and and I know that's not what you meant. But yeah, that's not what I meant. That's kind of how I heard it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just want to clarify that, you know, this is not a hey, we want we want you involved and we want you doing these things. No, no, we it's won't. not what what the reason i'm doing this is because i want to give you a stage to play on if you should so choose because not everyone's into the whole you know the narrative thing and some people are narrative curious some people are coming from 40k because they're narrative curious and they don't really know what it means um you know or they don't really know what the potential within that narrative sphere of gameplay means um and so now they'll have an opportunity to see other people who've been doing it for a long time and how they can share it and how they experience it. Uh, maybe if it's not, you know, so much in their area. 
and then then they can start encouraging other people to do it and to you know so that way they can get a little bit more enjoyment out of their game instead of it being a binary uh, i won lost mm-hmm. right now it can be like you know i won what does that mean right well it you know uh shit he took three wounds so uh and then i dropped him on the way out and i broke his arm so mm-hmm. now i'm going to replace that arm with like a robot arm and now he's growing and he's changing and it's almost like I hesitate to say it's like D&D because I don't fucking know because I haven't played D&D. Never had the opportunity. Um, but that's kind of how I always envisioned D&D. It's like, oh, well, you know, I got wounded, so now my guy has like a limp, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, how did he get wounded? Oh, because he's fighting like this crazy emperor's children guy who like, you know, got him real good from yeah. behind with, uh, like, you know, well, he was fighting another tactical squad this warlord charged him with a phoenix spear and you know got him in the back and he he went down yeah right and after the battle he kind of you know he crawled his way out or whatever i don't know you can make the story up right but i think back to you know when you hear people back in 40k and they're like i'm gonna tell you about my custom chapter and the guy always wins and he never loses and he's super good and he once took like an iron warrior shrapnel bullet in the mouth and then all he did was just like spit it out and he was like yeah fuck you iron within my ass <laughs> right and you're just like oh my god <laughs> as you're listening to this guy drone on now when someone goes hey man tell me about like what's what's going on with your forces what's like you know who's your warlord instead of being like yeah this is a uh, praetor number 116 and um yeah i don't know man he's got a paragon blade and a power fist and digital lasers aren't a thing anymore but uh you know artifacts armor iron halo and a jump pack uh, it's like oh okay cool yeah right and yeah. instead you know you can sit down and you'd be like uh it's what i've been doing for a long time I'd be like okay like you know here's gareth arendi he's my warlord he's got a paragon blade lightning claw jump pack uh, and, you know, Camellia line because he's a Raven guard, um, you know, and he's got this warlord trait because he just fucking hates traitors and wants to murder them one on one. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, cool, okay, that's awesome. Right. Or like, yeah, this is Kasperion. Like, you know, he's uh, he's a sub commander in the third sphere or in the first sphere, and so uh, you know, he didn't quite make it to Cygnus because he got derailed uh, from an emergency distress call from his long-time compatriot in the great crusade you know joseph of the emperor's children yeah lo and behold joseph from the emperor's children was like hey dude the emperor sucks fucking come and do a bunch of drugs and have <laughs> crazy like post-human sex, sex with orgies. me um and i'm like what no and <laughs> jump out and then you know he jumped at him uh and then i, I don't know how the rest of that story turns out because i haven't played it yet yeah we haven't played it yet but once I do, then I'm going to put it up on the push for beta garment phase one. I'm going to say what I scored and where I fought Joseph uh, when he tried to flip me um, and tempt me with, like, you know, the first hits free. Um, Pretty much. Just have, like, a small bit of warp dust. Yeah, just have just you, a I little promise. warp dust. Yeah. And I'm like, no. As no. I say, like, proudly displaying my dare t-shirt. Drug <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. free. Yeah, and then you know, we get we get into it and we find out what happens and you know maybe Kasperion in his rage like uh, just starts overwhelming Joseph with a flurry of attacks and so Joseph attempts to run and gets cut down 
right? And then who knows? And then maybe we'll see him next time with Sonic Shriekers strapped into his mouth because Kasperian cut his lower jaw off. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, we don't know, but we'll find out. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, cool. that's the thing. That's what it's all about. It's it's a, yeah. we want to tell these stories. We're hoping you want to tell your stories. Um, and we just want to have a blast with it. Um, cool. So, uh, with that, I think we'll put a bow on this one. Um, probably a little shorter one. That's okay. Uh, but make sure you check out littlelegendstudio.com. Um, there's a tab there for, uh, tickets available for lessons, uh, like the one at Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, very exciting. I haven't been to Montreal. It's a great time. Great food, great drinks, great city, mm-hmm. great people. Um, great company. <laughs> top quality lesson and oh, yeah. uh yeah yeah but uh you know go from there and um I, I know he's got a number of courses up for the uk right now as well uh so jump on there check that out and uh, if you can't make it to one of those there's always his patreon available if you like it um or if you don't want to paint it at all and you just want to pay him to paint it for you he does take commissions as well and uh um you know, don't forget to check out uh, Matt Kane as well, Broken Arrow 2000, uh, and Crescent Edge Studio if you need some bespoke characters for your push for Baby Garmin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on one for Brady. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, probably start that next month. Uh, and he's basing his around Lamiad, um, who's a Tetrarch from Kelth. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so check check that out once that's done i won't get to paint that one uh, he wants to paint it but i will get to um build it and do the green stuffing on it and get them all set up very nice yeah um and then uh, you know check out craig at craig or the barbarian on instagram make sure you check out unreal wargaming studios for bases they're sexy af mm-hmm. uh, oh yes they are yeah if you want to mix it up this isn't 30k but i forgot to mention that my journeyman miniatures bust finally came um okay. Yeah, uh, so I'll be painting that, so keep an eye out for that. But if you want to paint something a little bit different as palette cleanser, maybe a bust, check out uh, Journeyman Miniatures. I bought the Shinobi. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I know the Boys of the Golden Throne have an event coming out in October, but there's a wait list for that one. So if uh, you want to go to Nanaimo, play with those dudes, nice. uh, jump on that one. Um, Love hearing that there's a wait list. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, Scandis has a wait list as well, also in October. Um, make sure if you're anywhere in Europe and you want to jump over there, I'd get on that wait list right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, check out our contact info, uh, Instagram.com slash the DAB podcast, or at the DAB podcast, I guess, on Instagram. Facebook.com slash DAB podcast. And you can always email us, email at the death of Um and then you can find Crescent Edge at, at Crescent Edge Studio because I don't know if I actually said that. I said Little Legends and Matt Keynes. I don't think I said mine. You briefly mentioned, but you didn't. Actually I didn't say, say the at. Uh, yeah, yeah, you didn't say the at. Cool. And then uh, for Tale of Heresy Gamers, make sure you check out LittleLegendsStudio.com/blog/slash/A Tale of Heresy Gamers Part Two. I don't know what the rest of that's going to be, but it will be in the show notes. So mm-hmm. this is going to come out a day late. Mm-hmm. Just so that way I can put that in the show notes. It's going to come out August 1st, uh, which is when the next um, next step in A Tale of Heresy Gamers comes out. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what everyone else wrote about. Yeah, same here. Cool. Right on. Okay, well, that's it for us. Thanks, and uh, keep those Geller fields up.
Take care.